0: Welcome in today's discussion. I'm here joined with Cactus, and we have Jeff starting us out on today's episode. Jeff, how do you inspire people when they struggle
1: with challenges? Uh, With a two by four. No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can't have that as the first... (laughs) Uh, It's always good to start with a smile and a
1: laugh, you know what I'm saying? The way I try to inspire people, um, I'll give you an example of something that happened to me about a a month ago. I had uh, the neighbor's young boys and their friend helping me do uh, cleanup work in the chicken coop. And while we were all out there together, they um, one the their friend expressed interest in monarch butterflies and milkweed plants in in particular, and I don't have a lot of discussions with plants and butterflies and stuff like that with someone so young. So it inspired me, and I just happened to run across an an issue of a magazine with an article on not only monarch butterflies but also growing. Milkweed plant from seed. So, to inspire him, I put together two different milkweed plant seeds that I have collected from my own yard and gave him that book and another book on just basic pollinators in general. I put it in a package and I uh, gave it to my neighbors so that they can give it to their friend. So in that regard that's one way for me to inspire him to continue with his interests in the butterflies and in the milkweed and that kind of thing and pollinators in general i try to give a real world example or materials that may further their interest in certain things and as a master gardener i i do that you know anonymously on the phone Um, over in Reno, when Lisa and I go and work the desk over there, you know, get random calls out of the blue. uh, What's causing my, my brown patches? So to give information to people, not just specifically about their one problem they called about, but to kind of expand and maybe reach out in different areas so that they could be inspired to maybe grow less lawn <laughs> and more more plants, um, that kind of thing. You, you know, um, I try to help them with their problems and try to go a little extra rather than specifically by the letter of what their problem is. That's really
0: cool that you would do that and, and reach out and instill that guidance for a topic that they showed interest for
1: and I he's probably 10, 11, 12 years old something like that. Yeah, so that's, that's that's awesome. great age for learning. You know. And it, and it cost me nothing to collect the seeds and the magazine was just sitting here, so you know. It it was nothing but putting it into a package and and uh passing it on basically. And who knows where that inspiration will lead him.
2: Oh, that's awesome. And that's that's a part of why, you, when you see someone, you see someone facing challenges, you you want to inspire them. You want to to you know alleviate some of the struggles perhaps that you went through in finding that knowledge. There's there's a lot of fulfillment to be found in passing on valuable knowledge from one person who is passionate and had to seek out that knowledge onto someone who is passionate and is seeking knowledge themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. I love how
0: that ties, uh, uh, no offense, but you know, older generation yeah, instilling youth with that knowledge. Um, you know, you have experienced gardening and having. An understanding of what that's provided to you in life and knowing that that's a positive to instill. You've mm. tested it, you know, you've lived it. So having that information come from someone like you really is inspiration. Uh, you know, at its finest, you, even if that's just passing on information that's quality, uh, mm-hmm. the, the fact that you took that time to instill that kindness may inspire them to
1: return with, you know, putting in, putting an effort towards that. Mm -hmm. And even if he just plants those seeds where he's living now and then has to move, you know, he could always take the seeds from those plants with him to his next place and and eventually maybe inspire someone else. That's a beautiful way of looking at it, though, Jeff. Thank you for sharing that. Mm Mm-hmm and I don't always have the right answers for people when they're looking for them, but you know, if I, if in that re in that example, I had just what he was looking for and, and you know, just from a, I don't know. It was probably maybe a five minute discussion we had out in the backyard while they were cleaning the chicken coop and goofing around like boys will, <laughs> you know, slinging poop at each other, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, if, you know, that little spark could lead somewhere, you know, He could be one of the major researchers and monarchs in the, in the future. You never know. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: I, I think that that puts us in the perfect position to move into cactus answering the question. How do you inspire people when they struggle with challenges? Very curious to see what you say. this is an interesting
2: one for me um jeff's jeff's two by four method is is a go-to however um when the two by four fails which is more often than not surprisingly it's actually not that inspirational um when when the two by four fails i like to resort to um it's hard to put into words cuz i for a long time i didn't really see what i did as an inspiration to other people but later on in my life i found out the value of of just transferring information and and just teaching people when they they want to be taught i i really do value seeking out information and in people who seek to to educate themselves and to empower themselves with knowledge i i've never in my life been in a situation where learning something has really detrimented me. I mean, some personal truths, dramas, friendship type of stuff, yes. But in terms of like hard facts, I've never been upset by E equals MC squared. I've never been upset by the escape velocity of the earth. And hard facts are hard facts and they don't really deal in emotions. They don't really deal in subjectivity. And there's a lot of value in that. So to tie what I just said back to today's question, what I do to inspire people when they're struggling with challenges, I first try and understand what their challenge is because what I view as the challenge in a situation will will differ vastly from what they are experiencing and what their actual struggle is. So. I first need to identify with their situation and understand. After that, I lead by example and exude my passion if I am passionate about the subject or I share knowledge and I share resources that I have available to me or that I've acquired or that I know of through other people, through other, through other methods to help educate them or to help point them in the right direction as to how they could research something or how they could go about starting their own project, their own ambitions. I, I like to just just generally advise people, honestly, give people a sense of direction and and absorb what their situation is, kind of regurgitate that information back to them in a way that makes sense and helps them identify with their situation as well.
1: Yeah, I, I like I like that. He stated that pretty well, actually. Yeah, I gotta agree. I like that. Thank
0: you. I, I definitely think music and philosophy are both like ways to passively involve yourself in other people's lives. Like you can share music with someone and maybe they'll pick, pick it up. Check it out a few weeks down the road, a few hours. Philosophy, same kind of thing. You can tell someone a quote from something or share something along. You could say faith, religion, same same thing where you're advising or you're just teaching principles of what you know to better approach a situation uh, or help that person better approach where you're coming from. So, uh, alleviating unknowns, I think is the best way to inspire or, or, uh, or like one of the best ways I've found, uh, I in- inspire people. is to try to provide a solution, a solutionary thought, like, you know, if that's not a positive place, you know, you, you have to take yourself elsewhere to find that. Like, it may take effort to to find, but you, you got to believe at some level that there's a possibility to find, it. You, gotta, you know, or at least have a goal to establish something that you can be comfortable with. You shouldn't have to settle for something that you feel uninspired by. There's no barrier for inspiration. Why should there be? So, if that's truly how we feel, we should approach it with the idea of teamwork and having harmony, collaborative effort. And that's why I think music's a good example. You know, it, it ultimately takes skill to coordinate together with a band and to have all those moving parts and uh the the example like an orchestra you can see the different sounds and the, the importance of the different sections but you know if one of those sections something happens it's very noticeable it's a prompt response to something that sounds so beautiful to add rigidness to add something that feels different than what you'd expect is definitely that's that's i think the hard part of passing inspiration to people is it is rooted in that like you can't always provide a solution you just have to expect that they can believe in doing better you know that they can give themselves the grace to approach that situation again because you know if you ultimately get too frustrated and and leave you may never um you may never get to know if you could you know giving up on your efforts when they're still they're still able to be fruitful if you you don't let the the fruit mature just say it's bad when you haven't even given it time to to mature
2: yeah uh... Yeah. And what I'm hearing here is, is it's basically just aiding in the development. You know, you gotta, you gotta identify the pitfalls in, in every area. That's, you know, sometimes it's a lack of knowledge. Sometimes it's a lack of resources and understanding the, the scope of your reach and understanding when you can fill some of those voids for people. You, you can extend that reach and maybe be, uh, an avenue for them to acquire resources or to channel resources through um, you could you could be someone that they go to for information or someone that they go to to seek education and things like that so there it's truly just about identifying that development in other people and then identifying your place in that development
0: yeah development's a good good way of phrasing it. It is very much development that you're trying to inspire uh change you know like you got to go to the root to to really effectively pluck a weed so to speak so if you inspire them to much like we were speaking on the previous topic reflect then they're able to possibly see a better approach that they can harbor more expressive thoughts with um maybe approach it and find their own inspiration by, like you were saying, doing research, doing uh, maybe outings, like camping trips to get inspired by nature or taking a, you know, a horse trail or or a archery range course to improve, you know, your skills or, or try to challenge yourself with something you're not used to. Like there, there's a, a number obviously of things that are possible to outreach and, and explore uh, that that really don't express the same through a screen, through the internet. Nature has that kind of effect, scale has that kind of effect. I truly feel that, yeah, we, even with VR technology, we're we're still, you know, we're not quite there at the level where we can emulate t- a true simulation of that. <laughs> um, that feeling yeah. right, of, of a natural environment like that. I mean, coastal, we, we were talking about this before as well, I think on the the World Networking Podcast episode, Cactus, where we can't emulate the sea. Yeah, we can, we can emulate aspects of it, but the conditions of the sea, we don't... It's just, you know, the, the scale it's at. It seems like an untangible task. So Yeah, that's, uh,
2: that's a good way to put it, I think. And this is kind of tangential, but <laughs> have you actually seen the Navy indoor ocean? That thing is crazy.
0: That's like the closest we've come to a physical scalable yeah. representation. And it's impressive. Yeah.
2: But even then you're never getting like twenty meter wakes, like Yeah. You can't test sorry, that yeah, to scale. Meters, that's bad for Americans. Um to seventy four feet. <laughs>
0: yeah, it it I mean that's where physics really hits you, right? <laughs> You know if you were to do those tests at scale you would ultimately have to be in the ocean uh, 66 years risk long. tons of lives you know doing conducting those tests like there's one thing I've read uh, and, and learned about was naval expeditions along the coast don't end very well if you're not paying attention so <laughs> you know that's uh even even with today's ships you uh, Every every ship's prone to hit the hit the coastline if you're not careful. So
1: I just uh, well, I, had I that, do think it's amazing they had to have ship in Italy that did that not long ago, a year or so ago. Oh yeah, yeah that
0: that tragedy uh, that admiral or not admiral captain of that ship was just very um, very ignorant about the whole incident too a really deplorable act
1: but fortunately those kinds of incidents happen yeah and there's always equipment malfunctions too that you can't help even the biggest ships have a have a possible equipment malfunction that could disable the whole ship
0: yeah it's, it's pretty scary um in some situations like that you really feel uninspired <laughs> if you think about extreme cases like survival situations that's a really interesting perspective to to put your goggles on for um if you're thinking about like oh okay i'm trying to go on a vacation I'm trying to go on a business trip and oh, my plane crashes in in the rocky mountains
1: you know and
0: I have to I have to survive have to tend to some injuries on people like talk about a a time to be inspired to save lives or to be inspired to quit you know like inspiration doesn't have to necessarily be positive either you have negative inspiration I, I do think that it's such as uh, there being dark impasse there's such a thing as like an anti-hero mindset, like an anti-norm mindset, I guess. I, I don't, it's really, that's kind of a hard thing to, to verbalize, but it's it's definitely like there's a way to feel inspiration from sources that aren't necessarily viewed as healthy sources. Like, like I think alcohol is one of those, like, uh, that get gets viewed in the negative aspect where we've talked about plenty of times where it could be positive there's plenty of interactions where you know that's that's that is a positive so obviously it's not all negatives um, that's just a false falsehood so having um, another example like pen and paper versus typing like who's to objectively say that's one, one's above the other. You really need to have an open mindset when you're approaching these kinds of situations.
2: Yeah. You can't, uh, I mean, you can approach it with a closed off mind, but if you do, you, you're just not really looking for every avenue of success. You know, you're, you're only looking for a handful of avenues that whether it be, you're comfortable with the, what you perceive the outcome to be or, you may have have experience with that type of a situation. So you don't want to pursue other avenues, but as soon as you close yourself off from that, you immediately, uh, you limit yourself and you limit your interactions with the people that you, that you encounter.
1: There's, there's another factor that I can add in there. Some people will go to the, um, the, the ship losing power and hitting the coast. And then all of a sudden there's a, um, a problem where people have to get off and that kind of thing. Some people rush for the exits. Some people rush to help other people to the exits. And that's all individual. That that's something that comes from within, you know, that's your own attitude toward life and living and, and the people around you. You know, some people are inclined to help others just out of, you know, that's their nature. And then there's the others that want to be the first one on the lifeboat. So I, I guess that's some, a good way to sum it up.
2: Yeah. There's the, the, uh, the artificial idea of self-importance that, that gives people that, that sense of, you know, it's their survival instinct above all else. And then some people understand innately that the more people that survive, the better the chances. It may not necessarily come down to their survival that determines the success of that catastrophe, the success of that food shortage, that famine, that, you know, and in this case, the boat crash. Um, their survival may not be what determines the success of the survival of 800 other people but they want to contribute in whatever way they can and they recognize that the more people that survive the greater of a benefit that is mm-hmm.
0: yeah exactly there's more positives out of that and and actually i looked up negative um inspiration you know what that really defines out to and it, you know i i just wanted to adjust my frame of thought on it cuz To me, I I view negatives as bad, but really in this context, it's more of like, well, yeah, it could be situational events that are really bad. Um, It it would be obviously um, the individual, but you take that and you form something good, a good pattern out of that. That's how it becomes a negative inspiration. So the inspirational part is the positive that's pulled. It's already been pulled. It's not negative anymore. It's a negative inspiration. So it's a definitive difference from just being a negative thought, which, yeah, that's, that's interesting to me. In my mind at first went to it being, like, like I was saying, with alcohol, like a taboo you know, something that's viewed negatively from a social aspect, but no, it's, it's more of the individual. So something I learned did not know that (laughs) simple, I I would think, but that's why you can't uh, assume. Yeah, you can't honestly. It's
2: because this is something I had to learn the hard way. What is simple to you or I may not be so simple to someone else. And it's why common sense uh, you'll hear nowadays, common sense doesn't exist. Common sense exists; it just differs from person to person. Common sense is a spectrum. You know, most people who have stuck a fork in a light socket figure out pretty quick you don't stick forks in light sockets. Some people it takes a couple of tries it's you know perspective is is a really big thing and and that's why i always try and seek understanding with other people is and try and understand you know their negative inspirations try and understand maybe their negative experiences they didn't know how to draw inspiration from and because perspective is is a crazy thing that i'm coming to understand that uh Just because something is simple to you or I doesn't mean that someone who has never been exposed to the concept would find it simple.
0: Yeah, I had to constantly remind myself with philosophy, especially like just because it it's worded simply doesn't mean the the context of the whole thing you're trying to study is simple. Uh, You know, the roots of the project may have simple grounds. They lay in but it it's building up to be something that's a multi-functioned or multi-connected multi-layered entity like like most things that we do in society there's multiple layers to it you go to dmv because you need to drive legally so you don't end up in the criminal system that's pretty multi-layered you know that you have to think about this it's a, that's part of being an adult that's part of being um responsible in in our society that's how we view that kind of thing uh doesn't mean everyone needs to drive dude you know and, but but if you're driving then you're expected to abide by the law so you know it's, that's a hard line the government draws and as a citizen you have to meet the line so <laughs> You know, there's not much else to say with that. Law, laws are, are lost laws for a reason. So it, it but it's interesting to see how people interact with that. And, and a lot of people struggle to feel like they can keep up, but they also underestimate the amount of mental capacity they could be given if they would just exercise their mind. They would take the time to thought analysis and, and slow down and, and listen, to, even just listen to a book. Um, if, if they can't read and sit down and, and stay in one place, you know, at least taking small steps, podcasting is a wonderful medium that I do think there's great storytelling podcasts out there that like the pirate one I've been listening to. I stopped when I left Georgia. Um, so I picked back up on it about a year later and, um, like on episode 32 and, you know, he went through the whole life of, um, Henry Morgan and Sir Francis Drake and, and kind of, well, you know, at least the the main parts, but, uh, before I, (laughs) well, get off on that pirate tangent. Jeff's actually got to head out for now and Jeff we uh we really appreciate you being here for today. Thanks for making the time.
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks for valuing
0: my opinion. Oh, it's it's a pleasure appreciate man. That. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you were here. Yeah, I just appreciate you
2: offering it in a digestible way and a, a way that's easy to create a lot of great discussion from.
1: Yeah, yeah right? it's a delay. And I appreciate what you guys have to say too. Thank you, thank you, man.
0: That means a lot. Honestly, I hope your day's wonderful. To Lisa, I send my best. Sure thing, and you guys too. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. So the discussion that I was having before Jeff had to take off, I I wanted to just highlight the the Pirate Podcast as an example of a good storytelling medium that's out there. Uh I would definitely recommend for people who have trouble reading, again, staying still, maybe have an active schedule. Like, it's a perfect thing to do while you're driving. You know, it's nothing wrong with being that person that's listening to podcasts instead of music. You know, I definitely get yeah. sick of listening to the same music over and over and over and over and over and over. That's what I end up doing was... at a point.
2: Yeah, I... I <laughs> um the neurodivergence in me i always want to listen to like one song until i hate the song it, and i never want to hear it again for another like seven years um that's just that's the way i listen to music i'll, I'll listen to like 10 songs on a loop and then i'm just like these are my songs and then after that you'll just find me sitting and pressing the, the skip button on spotify over and over and over again because i don't want to listen to anything on my playlist I'm just like, screw all of this yeah it's that's that's the nerd adver- version of me music and uh, podcasts are nice because it's not the same thing you know a lot of times you end up with the same topic or the same theme but it's never the same thing it's not okay at 1201 uh you're gonna hear, or you know at 201, you're going to hear this transition, and it'll always be this baseline, and it'll always be this overlay, and it'll always be these vocals. It's it's, it's there's difference. You know, two minutes into uh, a murder mystery podcast, you might be talking about um, Jack the Ripper, and then the next you may be talking two minutes, and you may just still be in an introduction. There's there's no consistency, so it keeps you less tied down in a way like this is hard to express for me with media. And this is going to get super off topic if I don't wrap it up and make it concise. So I'll try and just bring it in. Um, If I consume the same media too much, as much as I enjoy that media, it just dies off and I don't want to consume anything similar. Whereas I don't have to watch a hundred episodes of the same podcast. I can watch one or two episodes of a podcast and then go and watch a different podcast or then go and listen to music to wind down from listening to a podcast. It gives me a different avenue and a different time commitment because it's just background noise. There's no commitment to, I have to sit here or I have to be in this one place to do a podcast or to listen to a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, it gives you the freedom of choice. That's, that's what I like. You know, it's sometimes it, we use our eyes for everything. So focusing on a book, not saying it's it's bad. <laughs> it's really good to read, uh, honestly. But again, if you're working long hours and you need a, a quick entertainment podcast, they're a great route. And, and I learned so much from listening to historical podcast that's that's one of the best uh sources you know for for storytelling just for the sheer fact that you can find really good educated sources demonstrating through their um, professional backgrounds and and their research yeah and honestly that's the, the one avenue i love
2: about informational podcasts is it's exactly what we talked about in terms of how you can help uh, inspire people when they're struggling with challenges is that, you know, you can go and watch a podcast pertaining to pretty much any issue nowadays that, that you might be having, or anything you might be curious about any health related thing that you may be curious about. There's a lot of different options now for what we can stimulate ourselves with through the avenue of, of podcasting. So it's really nice that you can go and and listen to like a PhD professor without having to go and sit in at a university thousands of miles away or hundreds of miles away. It's it's more localized and it's it's very much more personalized because often podcasts are conducted in interview style format or in discussion style format. So it's, it's a very, uh, close knit type of, of feeling you feel involved when you're listening to a podcast or at least I feel that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that begs the question actually, do you think that higher education schools institutes should make their resources more accessible to the general public? You no, know, should should this be more of an open source thing, and and then you you attract people with your faculty, or does it, does that really is that really the only main factor presented for these higher education schools, like uh, at least some of the the really expensive ones, the really selective ones, um, you know what what makes them different from the community college when they have professional staff they have things like that uh, as long as they serve the degree you're looking for i know community college there's different levels duh, 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 but unless you're there for a direct purpose for you, you, you like you know your route you need to be a doctor you need to be a lawyer like you you're in it you're in the game you know what you're doing like the average joe just going in to try to get a Geological degree or, you know, something in philosophy or political arts um, or political science, excuse me, Um, these different degrees that that a lot of people don't take anywhere other than with them in their mind, uh, because it's it's a select it's a niche market to network yourself into. And that's a pitfall. Like, I feel like that that's where they want you to be is, is you sink into this pitfall for all these beautiful things, these cool trinkets that these campuses, um, some of it's student built. I think that kind of stuff is really, really cool. But yeah. when it's just attractive, like look how big our stadium is, you know, I don't, if I'm going to an educational Institute, I, I, like, yeah, athletics and stuff, but that can't be the, the, the source of pride, you know if i'm there to, to study science or study history i want to i want to be proud of my work i don't, I don't want to necessarily focus on those exterior things if if i was to put thousands and thousands of dollars in that kind of education like man that's it's a big investment no wonder people get out of those institutes and, and they feel nervous with all the debt you know
2: no, exactly. it's it's hard to you know take a degree and then be constantly stressing about um, you know how much value my degree holds after the fact and how much uh, necessity there is for this degree and how much is the degree costing and things like that. it's It's certainly a deterrent for people in our generation as to how valuable a degree is essentially.
0: That's why it bothers me because you know it. it... It could be more accessible. No reason why it couldn't. But, you know, like in times that we're really struggling with the economy, what if they made tuition lower? Like what, what if the, the entry fee to get into these institutes was lowered just for the years to offset when the the economy's bad? And then you got all these people flooding in to scholarly institutes. You got people flooding into the trade institutes because they feel inspired, you know? Um, like, because they see peers around them studying, they're like, oh, why not? You know, if you just get people, build a catalyst for people to, to want to try, put in the effort, then they're going to find the solution that works best for them. If they feel inspired to keep looking, um, or to develop one, you know, developing, uh, making social developments that are positive is great. That's something we all should, should want. It's in our best interest to to improve society that we live in. Definitely. You know, and it's imperative that we do so because again, as stated before, it's a lot of practices. I I just personally don't feel are sustainable that we we do in a social um, environment and in the mass scale, at least where it, there's just, it's got to come from somewhere, and, and you gotta you gotta make sure your chain is uh, sustainable, or else it's it's gonna disintegrate.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, sustainability is certainly an aspect we need to consider. Um, however, for the sake of not beating a, a dead horse, I feel as though we could probably wrap up there. Said a lot on the point today and we had a good discussion regarding everything that was presented.
0: Well, thank you guys for joining us for this discussion today. This was great and we honestly hope that you join us for another intellectual adventure down the road. Thanks again. Bye for now.